0: Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Axis Financial. Today, along with John Thurman of Axis Financial, Philip talks about, can my minor children receive my life insurance proceeds? What happens to my life insurance money if my spouse and I die at the same time and we have minor children? not indicative of future performance and now
1: here's philip all right we are back with wealth building made simple podcast what up john how you doing i'm well how are you good good Uh, and i didn't i'm 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 gonna see if folks remember the days of of the segment so i didn't introduce this to the life insurance segment because it's every monday for the the (laughs) new listeners every monday we're talking insurance uh with john thurman access financial and today, John, the, the topic came about because you we know, were watching watching football this weekend. After, and I got no more teams, in. you know the Saints didn't make it. You know, then I was like, well, you know, my boys are the Cowboys, so I, you know, do the Cowboys. And they didn't make it, and then I was a, I'm a Mahomes fan, and then Mahomes didn't make it, and so after the, so I got, I was not interested in in, in the last game so I don't really care anymore. And so we were talking about, you know, estate planning and what happened. You know, what happens to uh the estate if you don't have a good plan, and so uh, like nobody even knew that like if you you know if you if you die if two parents die and you have minor kids right uh what happens to, you know the life insurance proceeds don't go to the kids, so right. I wanted to have an episode to talk about talk about that topic, so kinda of, um, I'll turn it over to you man well you know what explain to folks what happens to your life insurance proceeds if you have minor kids. Um, and the and the beneficiary is one of the spouses and, and both of them die at the right. same time.
2: Yeah, so we see this um, not only from our clients wanting it to go to their kids, but also when doing policy reviews of the way it was set up originally. Uh, and, and they obviously weren't advised properly. Here's the issue is that, you know, everyone um, wants their beneficiary to be their spouse. That's obvious. You know, you want it to be the person that's going to take care of your kids. But if you're both in a car wreck or in a plane crash, whatever the scenario is where both parents are gone, if you don't have a contingent beneficiary set up that's not your children, it puts them in a a pretty bad situation. Here's the issue. If you're going to leave your kids or if you're going to leave your spouse a million dollars to take care of your kids or pay off debt, do whatever it needs to do, and both of you pass away. If your kids are the contingent beneficiary or it's just set up to go to your state and it's not properly set up for a will or someone to manage that or a trust for someone to manage it, then what happens is, is the state puts it in probate and the kids don't have any access to it until they're 18. So the issue is, is that now you have a large chunk of money. And then whoever was going to take care of your kids, whether that's if you're young enough, your parents, or if it was a sibling. Um, so whoever takes care of your kids now has the financial burden of raising your kids until they're adults and they don't have any money to help them do that. And then you've got this stressful situation on top of now the kids get a million bucks at 18 or whatever percentage that is, you know, divided up. And so they have way too much money at a time when they're probably not. (laughs) <laughs> responsible enough no, to no, handle no, no. that much money. Right. So yeah, normally the way we talk to folks about structuring is that, you know, you want your beneficiary to be your primary beneficiary to be your spouse. And then typically you want your contingent beneficiary or the the way that I describe it is your most responsible sibling, or, you know, if, it, if you do have a godparent, if it's that kind of scenario set up, um, but basically whoever's going to raise your kids. And if you really want to make it Uh, to set up a fail safe or or to make sure your kids are taken care of, you can always carve out a percentage and you can have it given to your kids. And yeah, they wouldn't be able to touch it. I mean, ideally you have it set up properly where they couldn't touch it until they were 25 or, uh, you know, maybe an age older than 18. But um, you know, if somebody was worried that maybe their sibling was going to take care of the kids, but what if, what if they blew through all the money and by the time the kids were adults, they, they didn't have anything, you can always carve out a percentage of it to go to your kids, even if that is tied up in probate. And it's just the the big thing is, and we always try to stress is you don't want all of the money going to your minor children, anyone under the age of
1: 18. No, that makes sense. And another strategy I've seen too is trust set up for the kids, either while they're alive or automatically set up at death where everything, I mean, however you want to do it, you're, you know, there's multiple ways to do it, but you know, if the trust set up while you're alive, you can just name the trust contingent while you're alive. But if you have a, uh, and again, you got to talk to your attorneys for this because they're the experts that set right. this for clients. But or um, you can have one trust, you can have a trust created at death, right? That everything that's not uh, specifically designated, you know, uh, at death goes to the trust um, and the kids will be the beneficiary of the trust. But again, talk to an attorney, they're, they're better at that kind of stuff, but there's, I think I think the point that, you know, John is saying, and I'm really saying is review the stuff, you know, periodically have a plan for it uh, because ignoring it and not having a plan is a surefire way to make sure what you don't want mm-hmm. to happen mm-hmm. <laughs> will, will yeah.
2: happen. Yeah, for sure. And the thing we didn't discuss is um, when we see this a lot where somebody has an ex-wife on their as their beneficiary, you know, they set it up 10, 20 years ago and just they went through the divorce everything was you know finalized and just didn't forget that piece of it or didn't remember to change that piece of it and now um, you know that they, they, they pass away and then the the new spouse the new wife or whoever's helping raise the kids that that's when they find out that their ex-wife was on the policy and maybe if they weren't in good terms you know good that whoever's going to take care of things or whoever's going to take care of the kids. And and now the ex-wife gets all the money. So yeah, just in general, it's just good to do a policy review. If you haven't looked at it, we've talked about this many times with term. A lot of times people buy a term policy and then they forget that it's a term policy and then it ends in 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And now it's been 14 years and the term policy is about to expire. So in general, if you bought a policy, more than five or 10 years ago, you definitely need to review it to make sure how everything's set up. Make sure your kids are not your contingent beneficiaries or minor children and make sure that your policy is not about to expire. The premiums are about to go up.
1: Sounds good. If anybody had any interest in getting their policy reviewed or discussing insurance, what's the best way to reach you?
2: Yeah, my office line is 817-618-3369. The email is just my first name, J-O-N, at... Axisfin.com. A-X-I-S-F-I-N.com. All right. we well, appreciate you, John. Enjoy your I week. Think so. Appreciate it. Same view. You. you.
0: If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com